Shake by Brown, Shake by Brown, Shake by Brown, Shake by Brown. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to my health and fitness podcast. This is episode number 25. Please head over to iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and more to hear some previously recorded shows. Today's episode is titled The Health of Cultural Adaptation. I am your host, Sherelle Brown. I've been in the fitness and nutrition game for over 24 years with a degree in exercise science, kinesiology, with a minor in nutrition. Head over to my website, www.shakebybrown.com to review my bio and much, much more. Today's guest is an amazing guest I want to bring on to you, ladies and gentlemen. He was born and raised in the Philippines, moved to the U.S. as a youth, and slowly adapted to some of our American culture and eventually built much success. He is a consultant, speaker, and author, and his name is Benjamin Long. Welcome, Benjamin. Top of the afternoon to you, Mr. Brown. Thanks for having me. Hey, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming and taking time out of your day and schedule to uh, come on the show. My pleasure. All right. So let's get into it. So tell me about your childhood growing up. Well, as you had uh, alluded to, I was born and raised in the Philippines and I uh, as you may or may not know, uh, the Philippines is a third world country or what is known now as uh, developing countries. And in, in such places, uh, you're either rich or poor. There's no in between that that can be identified by Western standard. There's no such thing as middle class. So anyway, I just happened to be born on the half not side and uh, and and Poverty, the poverty version of a third world country is a little more, for the lack of a better word, extreme than, than what we know of in the Western world. Uh, to, to give you an example, I, I lived in a place where we didn't have any running water, no electricity. Uh, we cooked our food using firewoods. And if, uh, if you happen to get sick or seriously ill you just simply die and it's that kind of environment wow and, and so for for me to be able to jump over here and 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 assimilate and 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 succeed in the american corporate world considering where i'm from it's a big leap and i couldn't have done any of it sherelle without having to first overcome the biggest obstacle that I had, which was cultural differences. Yes, definitely. Now, I was able to read your book called Cultural Adaptation, and it blew my mind, the cultural differences between the Western culture, the Eastern culture, and all of those things. And you just you laid it out amazingly and so i wanted to ask after reading that amazing book and which you can get on amazon by the way and we'll 
give everyone the information on that. But why did you write cultural adaptation? Um, the, when I first arrived in the United States, um, I was uh, 15 years old, you know, um, and uh, coming from the Philippines, I was somehow the impression that we were already Americanized because of our long intertwined history with the United States. And uh, I, I learned the hard way that uh, culturally, both countries were, were like, the cultural differences were as extreme as basically day and night. And I wish back then somebody had explained to me in plain language what the so-called cultural differences are and uh, and and knowing the very basic of it, Cheryl, would have saved me many years of sleepless nights and many many missed opportunities. And uh, and so I, I wanted to, after having gone through that, I wanted to share that experience with my fellow immigrants and and help empower them to overcome this particular uh, barriers that can hold them back. That is amazing. And the empowerment is is there. If you read this book, you, you hit it out the park with this book. And immigrants that have immigrated from other countries, if they read this book and understand these cultural differences, they can really change their lives. And, and this book is just very, very powerful. Uh, what was your biggest challenge in writing the book and how did you overcome it? Um, by, by, um, I, I would have to say organization because, you know, you have the, I have everything I wanted to say in my head, but when, when I actually uh, put it down on paper, it was all over the place. <laughs> and, uh, and the thing is that just, just organizing it to where the reader would uh, can make some sense out of it was, was a challenge, surprisingly. And uh, having to cut out a lot of the things that, that proved to be repetitive and, and uh, unnecessary was also hard to do because every word that, that I put down on the page are like my babies, you know, they mean something to me. And and to have to narrow it down to a comprehensive flow was was uh, both uh, challenging and sentimental, basically. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's, I mean, you, you, you're right. You know, the, the words that you put on the page, saying they're like your babies, they, they mean a lot. So you really valued those words and you wanted the readers to really truly feel each word and uh it, it shows in each chapter oh, i appreciate it buddy i appreciate it yeah. yes definitely so let me ask you a question now this one may be a uh, tough one here but i'm just gonna go ahead and swing for the fence so if you could add one more chapter to that book what would it be you know, I um, I I I don't think I uh, would add anything more, and and here's primarily the reason why because uh, there were 
I wanted to cover as much as many bases as I could that that I actually decided to make it into a a two-part series to make sure that I hit all the uh, the talking points that I needed to to really hit on. Um, for example, on the first part, um, that's the uh, cultural adaptation made easy. It's basically a, a micro perspective um, uh, 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 from a, a worm's point of view, per se, where as an immigrant, here's what you are culturally up against. Here are the uh, adjustments you need to make and the actions you need to take. And the second part of it is approaching cultural differences from an immigrant's perspective. You know, uh, sort of like uh, from a bird's eye view of an immigrant's journey, giving life, uh, real life examples of the problems and the uh, complication that could develop if cultural differences is uh, are, are ignored and underestimated like I did. And so uh, the part two of it is looking at the subject from a human perspective, from a human side. And I, I figured that uh, combining the two perspectives together really bring home the, uh, the point of just how powerful cultural differences really are. Wow, so there is a second book Yes, it's it's called Hyphen Me. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, there's another uh, piece I need to add to my library. I will uh, <laughs> definitely grab that one for sure. Hyphen Me. Where can I find that at? Oh, that's also available on uh, Amazon, and uh, soon that's available. That will be available on uh, on my website. It's called tyropress.com. And that should be available. The website should be up and running. Uh, should be next week, actually. Yeah. And, and you'll be able to obtain the both the uh, soft cover and the hard cover as well. And on Amazon, you can uh, access the uh, a soft cover as well as the ebook version of both uh, materials. Oh, okay, great, great. I will share that to my listeners and on my media. Now, who? did you want to reach with that book and why? Well, on the surface, uh, Sherelle, I mean, the, the obvious target would be the Phil, uh, Filipino immigrants. But once you really read into the book, uh, you realize that it really applies to all immigrants, not just the Filipinos. And uh, also um, another potential uh, audience that could benefit from the book are interracial couples who just want a clear understanding of their spouses and their family's uh, cultural background. Um, another ones uh, are, are the TCKs, the third culture kids, who have a vague sense of their cultural identity and don't quite know what, what side of the aisles they belong. This will definitely uh, clarify that vagueness. And also uh, exchange students who will be thrown into a loop when when they're thrown into their new environment and and also the uh, military personnel dignitaries uh, international company employees that will represent our great nation all over the world um, they will benefit from this and and last but not least are the native born because uh, we now live in a world where you don't have to travel to some exotic countries 
to meet someone from a different ethnic background. You know, I mean, the people we work for, the people we work with, and the customers we serve are, are, are now becoming more and more diverse, not just uh, ethnically, but also racially. So uh, uh, the expert consensus have it that that uh, businesses that uh, that cannot meet the challenge of, of cultural diversity are distant to fail. Wow, that is definitely uh, definitely a, a true statement, and you have covered the gamut of people that you really wanted to reach and those that can benefit highly from this. Um, in the book, it talked a lot about the, uh, the collectivism view versus the individualism view. So being Americanized, we're more on the individual. It's me, me about us. And, <laughs> and, and so I was just thrown, really blown away by how the uh, just say, for instance, uh, on the collectivism side mm -hmm. from your country, when you come over here, you're still in that frame in, in certain aspects. As I know, as, as we sat down and, and had dinner, you would share your meal. And being individual here in America, we will eat our own meal and we won't share. And so I noticed that from your book and there were so many other things uh, that spoke really, really intriguing messages. And uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to give all the book away. Go get <laughs> cultural adaptation and you'll see the differences of the different cultures from uh, American culture to cultures in the East. And, and this book will blow your mind. Yeah, if I may add, uh, Sherelle, you know, I mean, as, uh, you know, uh, life in and of itself, we will discover for ourselves just how challenging life can be, you know, with the business of having to earn a living and uh, also having to navigate our way into a world that's becoming more complex by the day, right? And, uh, but, but, but immigrants, on top of that, they have... Uh, various layers of challenges that they have to overcome um one is that you know i mean just just the fact of of a person leaving everything behind and and putting themselves outside of their comfort zone it's a challenge you know and uh and then also uh, there's the challenge of living in a foreign country and and the isolation that comes with it um, hardly anybody anybody talks about that, but immigrants face that, and and, and that can be maddening. And then there's there's another issue of um, you know uh, living as a foreigner in a different country. There's always that possibility of being the receiving end of discrimination and, and uh, prejudice. And, and and on top of that. You know, you have the challenge of having to reinvent yourself in another country while you're trying to make a living. And then, of course, there's the language barrier, which is really, really challenging. And for immigrants, and, and, and as if that weren't enough, then you have to face with cultural differences. 
which to me I think is the most challenging of all um, because it's it's ongoing and and the, the real challenge with cultural differences for all is that it's it's invisible you can't see it you can't touch it and uh, so therefore it's so easy for us to take it for granted you know and 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 then before you know it, when it appears when it happens to you you don't even know what hit you and that that's what I tried to explain in my book um, to to give my fellow immigrants uh, basically a heads up of this is what you're up against and these are the adjustments you need to make that is <laughs> definitely right a, a good heads up and this is what to look for and here's the blueprint so you laid out this blueprint for everyone now I want everyone to go to Amazon pick up his book cultural adaptation and also hyphen me and also go to his website I will leave all of that information here now I want to talk about the health and fitness side you know because that's what I do mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do you do to stay in shape well what you do Sherelle is extremely important because you know uh, as they say you know your body is the temple without your health Sir. without your health nothing else matters you know um personally as I'm climbing into uh, uh, as I'm getting older I, I have to uh, first and foremost uh, watch what I eat I can't indulge all those goodies like I used to love before like uh, like yeah. the whopper you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah. And like a cold ice coat with with fries you know and, and, and things like that and even canned foods man I love that stuff. <laughs> I, I got to cut back on those and eat healthy uh, vegetables and uh, specific food somehow I uh, I think somehow I like I, I like oatmeal <laughs> yeah, yeah oatmeal good for you. I like oatmeal <laughs> yeah yeah I heard it's supposed to be good for your you know uh, calories and high blood pressure so I guess I'm fortunate in that sense that I, I really like oatmeal And, um, and you know there's 24 hours in a day and I, I tried to at least commit at least 45 minutes of that 24 hours into something physical um, whether uh, playing golf which is you know which I love um, uh, hiking running or just you know spending some time at the gym so at least I tried to do that at least 45 days I mean 45 minutes per day And I think it's a small price to pay to, you know, to uh, for longevity. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Your health is your wealth. You know, you have to take care of your, your body, your temple. Make sure that you're eating uh, good nutrition meals and getting your workouts in. And uh, it's like you're doing both. And then also you're getting some physical activity with golf and uh, you're, you're taking care of yourself. So... I salute you with that and uh, you as you know I'm here for you if you need any help on the fitness and nutrition side because of that's the uh, expertise that I uh, indulge in well I uh, you definitely uh, you definitely as an example of a, a, a good health my friend thank you thank you thank you thank you appreciate it thank you <laughs> Right. Uh, well, I just want to now 
come to a closing and uh, thank you for taking time out of your busy day to uh, come on the show and uh, allowing the world to really get a good feel for the great work that you put in and um, just want to thank you for that and I want ladies and gentlemen check out this podcast I will also put all of the uh, book information social information on my site go check that out and thank you once again Benjamin thank you for having me Shirelle it's a pleasure all right thank you thank you thank you well everyone I want you to give a round of applause to Mr. Benjamin Long and next week I will be discussing how to lose weight in an epidemic until then Stay in shape.